2: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. Ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Bacintosh. 47 degrees with a few clouds right now. The Senate passed a continuing resolution to temporarily fund the government Wednesday night. Ahead of the Friday deadline... Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer calls for, those, uh, for House Republicans to pass their appropriations bills with partisanship.
0: When you look at the struggles the House is having passing their, their partisan appropriation bills, it shows clearly what I've been saying all along. Bipartisan is the only way to get things done.
3: The bill funds part of the government through January and the rest of it through early February. It did not include funding for Ukraine, Israel, or southern border security. A suspect wanted in connection with a Wichita homicide has been arrested near the southern border in Texas. 24-year-old Brittany Wicker was found shot to death at a home in southeast Wichita Sunday. Investigators said she was likely killed during an act of domestic violence. The Sedgwick County District Attorney was presented with evidence leading to charging 26-year-old Carlos Honeycutt with first-degree murder. Honeycutt was identified and arrested in Brownsville, Texas. Authorities are now working to extradite him back to Wichita. Two teens were killed in a crash in southeast Wichita Wednesday morning in the 6200 block of East Pawnee.
4: Sheriff's deputies found two vehicles in a ditch and three people who had been ejected from a silver Lexus. Investigators said both vehicles were westbound on Pawnee when the Lexus went off the road, hit a utility pole and overturned. The Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office said the two passengers who died were identified as 19-year-old Leanne Awadi and 19-year-old Kara Shikara. The 20-year-old driver was treated and released from an area hospital. The second vehicle did not come in contact with the Lexus, but investigators said the occupants knew the people involved and that speed was likely a factor. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
3: A week after the city of Wichita agreed to fund an emergency winter shelter, Sedgwick County will join the effort.
5: The county will provide $200,000 to fund the emergency winter shelter near 21st and Grove in northeast Wichita. Last week, Humankind agreed to fund $200,000 as well, with the city of Wichita picking up the remainder from ARPA funds. Commissioner Ryan Beatty said while the shelter will be a stopgap for this winter, the community cannot ignore the broader conversation that must take place to address the issue in the long term. Doing nothing
4: is not going to positively impact the trajectory of this situation. It will get worse.
5: Beatty hopes community leaders will have an interim plan in place by April 1st when the shelter closes down. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
3: Curbing fentanyl production and resuming military communication are two takeaways from President Biden's meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping.
1: President Biden and his Chinese counterpart establishing an anti-drug cooperation group.
6: We're taking action to significantly reduce the flow of precursor chemicals and pill presses from China to the Western Hemisphere.
1: The synthetic opioids trafficking at the U.S. southern border has led to a surge of U.S. overdose deaths. Another agreement.
6: We're reassuming military to military contacts, direct contacts.
1: The two leaders met for four hours outside San Francisco on the sidelines of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit, also vowing to work together to assess the risk and safety impact of artificial intelligence. From APAC in San Francisco, Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
3: KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Even 10 in the morning, KNSS, now 6.08, 8 minutes past 6 o'clock and to 46 degrees. Iceland is preparing for what could be a massive volcano eruption. Fox's Brian Yanis reports from Reykjavik, Iceland.
5: The nation says ultimately that it is significantly likely that there could be a volcanic eruption any day now and anywhere along a 10-mile stretch. There have been about a 1,000 earthquakes in just the last 24 hours. Usually there are 60. The quakes split roads and highways and foreshadow an impending eruption that could wipe out one of Iceland's largest tourist destinations, the Hot Springs at the Blue Lagoon. All 3,700 residents in the nearby town of Grindavík ordered to evacuate as as sulfur dioxide in the air reaches dangerous levels.
3: Iceland's meteorological office says an eruption could come with a two-hour warning, or no warning at all. Lawyers for and against former President Trump have wrapped up a long court hearing that could see Trump barred from the ballot in Colorado.
1: A provision in the Constitution forbids those who engaged in insurrection from holding office. So citizens for responsibility and ethics in Washington and six Colorado voters filed a case that says former President Trump's disqualified from running for the White House because of his role in the January 6th riot. Lawyer Sean Grimsley.
6: President Trump violated his oath
1: to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. President Trump engaged
4: an insurrection.
1: But Trump attorney Scott Gessler argued Grimsley's case was based on faulty information from the House January 6th committee.
4: The petitioner's case, the foundation of it is, it is rotted.
1: The judge has till Friday to announce a ruling. Jill Nato, Fox News.
3: A lawsuit in New York State attempts to hold a major soda company responsible for the actions of its customers.
1: State
0: Attorney General Letitia James accuses PepsiCo of generating a significant share of plastic pollution in the state. The suit alleges the plastic pollution endangers public health. James hopes that the court will order Pepsi to help clean up contamination and will bar the sale of single-use plastics by the company. Pepsi says it's an advocate of recycling plastics
3: and is working on new package Innovations. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6-11. minutes past 6
4: o'clock.
7: Right now in traffic, things are looking pretty good. The traffic volumes haven't really started to pick up out there just yet. Uh, we do have a couple of areas where we've got uh, stalled out vehicles that you'll want to watch for. Uh, one of them westbound Kellogg, pretty close to the ramp from Hillside there. Watch out. Another one, uh this is southbound on I-235 at Meridian in South Wichita, traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm
2: Jed Chambers.
3: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good
2: morning, Dan. Good morning. We have some high-level clouds spreading in from the west, becoming partly cloudy and breezy throughout much of today. One more warm afternoon ahead with a high sixty-eight, a gusty south wind up to thirty-five miles per hour, party cloudy overnight, cello forty-two. Cooler on Friday with a high fifty-six. Rain likely by Sunday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist, and holiday.
3: Now a few clouds, uh, six uh, make it forty-six degrees, and a south wind at nine miles per hour. Stephen ten in the morning, ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Today is Thursday, November sixteenth, twenty twenty-three. We had another sunny day across central Kansas Wednesday, and the high temperature in Wichita yesterday was seventy-one. Normal high fifty-seven. So we're still quite a bit above normal yesterday. Wichita has recorded just over 25 inches of rain this year, according to the National Weather Service uh, statistics, and that's seven inches below normal for the year. So, going to have to if the next two months or next month and a half, going to have a lot of rain still to make up that seven inches. Well, you
7: know, it's interesting. Monday, I was walking, I got I got rained on. I swear a like drop or two hit me, and then it was that's it. It was done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is
3: enough to measure. Nope. All right. This is a big. This is a statehood day for Oklahoma. On the state in nineteen oh seven, Oklahoma became the forty sixth state of the union. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Before that, that was called the territory or the Indian territory, mm-hmm. and it was quite a wild place. <laughs> people went there to hide from people, especially the law. But Oklahoma in, you know, just 50 miles south here where we're sitting right now. Oklahoma. Okay. An Iowa teen convicted in the 2021 beating beating death of a high school Spanish teacher was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 25 years. A judge sentenced Jeremy Goodell for his role in killing Nohima Graber, a 66-year-old teacher at Fairfield High School. Goodale and a friend pleaded guilty earlier this year to first-degree murder in the beating death of Graber. The two high school students used a bat to kill Graber after stalking her as she took her daily walk in a large park in Fairfield, a small city southeast of Des Moines. Before being sentenced, Goodale apologized to the teacher's family, the community, and his own family. You mean you beat somebody? Why would you beat somebody to death with a ball bat? Uh, uh, The why is something we never figure out in these cases.
5: Nope.
3: Just two two ga- teenagers and just apparently just off the wall. Going, I don't know. Chinese President Xi Jinping is signaling that China will send new pandas to the United States. He calls the animals envoys of friendship between the Chinese and American peoples. During a speech before business leaders, Xi said China was ready to continue its cooperation with the U.S. on panda Conservation. There are only four pandas left in the U.S. in the Atlanta Zoo. That was a big in thing. In the Atlanta when, Zoo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a big thing back in with President Nixon when they opening the door to to China after so many years. And we had a little panda. The pandas came over. I think the number of them have already have died. It's been in several years, so I know they have. There you go. Panda
5: panda diplomacy. Yeah, I'm glad, to, I'm glad they're really hammering that out. It's,
3: it's uh, a big deal. It's a big deal. Hi, Steve Ted here on KNSS, and we do have a statewide silver alert. I want to tell you about uh, a Manhattan man, yeah, Manhattan, Kansas. Riley County uh, Police Department has issued this alert for 77-year-old Raymond G. Newman, uh, likely driving a silver 2011 Hyundai Santa Fe bearing Kansas tag 815NXM. You could, If you're out driving, you could see him right now if he's out there. Vehicle has white sticker decals in its rear window, and one reads German Shepherd Dad. He was last seen uh, Wednesday driving east from Manhattan, from Fort Riley, from uh, Riley, Kansas. And he's a 5'11 white male, 5'11, weighing about 180 pounds. As I said, 77 years old. And if you see this uh, gentleman, you need to call 911. Call the police immediately, wherever you are. Raymond. Ray Newman is the guy's name, and there you go. Silver Alert, Kansas Bureau of Investigation, six sixteen. Now, Steve attended the morning here on KNSS. Let's go ahead and take a look at the leadoff sports this morning. Now, with uh, Ted Woodward, Ted.
5: Yeah, it's Shocker basketball day. We got men's basketball action for the Shockers, and unusual start time. The Shockers are taking part in the Myrtle Beach Invitational, taking on the host team, Coastal Carolina. Shockers are off to a 3-0 start on the season. First meeting ever in basketball between the Shockers and the Chanticleers. And it's the first road game of the season for the Shockers. FanDuel has Wichita State as a 9.5 point favorite going into this one. Very early on in the coaching tenure for the Shockers for head coach Paul Mills. So they're trying to keep everything simple.
7: If I say a play call, just tell your teammates. And they're like, well, aren't you nervous that the other team will know the play call? And I'm like y'all don't even know the play call. Uh, so you think I'm nervous about the other, if they know their plays and our plays, like, I mean, that's really impressive. Y'all don't even know our plays and we work on them every day. So echo relay what it is, but I, I do think that you just have to keep this stuff really, really simple and not overload. Cause again, the more their brains are moving, the slower their feet are. And we need them to be way more instinctive than anything else.
5: There you go, the Shockers in Coastal Carolina. Here's the lineup today. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull will will begin their pregame coverage at 2.30 this afternoon. The game will tip off at 3.30 p.m. And that is, of course, Shocker basketball on 103.7 KEYN. The Shockers hit their road opener today. College football, it's the weekly edition of the Kansas State Football Coaches Show with head coach Chris Kleiman. 6 o'clock tonight, it's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Big game on Saturday evening. Number 21 Kansas State. Visiting number 25 Kansas in the Sunflower Showdown. Only two games to go in the regular season. A lot to talk about tonight with Coach Kleiman, 6 o'clock on KFH. JUCO Volleyball, the national tournament underway in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yesterday in the round of 16, number one ranked undefeated Cowley College. Guess what? Another sweep. They beat 17th ranked North Dakota State College of Science, three sets to zero. Cowley now into the quarterfinals in the national tournament with a record of 38-0. 36 of those 38 wins are sweeps. Quarterfinals today, number one Cowley versus number eight Illinois Central. And that match is at 5.30 p.m. in Iowa. Cowley now three wins away from an undefeated season and a national championship in volleyball. I'm sorry, a college women's soccer. The 40th annual NAIA national tournament begins today. Friends University is in the national tournament for the third time ever, and it's a first-round game this evening. Friends University is in Siloam Springs, Arkansas, taking on 23rd-ranked Olivet Nazarene out of Illinois. That game is at 6 o'clock tonight. Friends on the season 13-4-4. Remember, Friends Women's Soccer went undefeated in the regular season in the conference. And we'll see how they do at the national tournament. They've never won at the national tournament. Both times they've been before, they lost their first round game. Good luck to the Friends women's soccer team at the national tournament this evening. Thursday night football tonight. It's in Baltimore. The first place Ravens hosting the last place Cincinnati Bengals. That'll be 7 o'clock tonight. You can hear that game over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Right now, the Bengals are on the outside looking in for a playoff spot. The Ravens, though, they are right there. They are number two in the conference, just a half game behind the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. FanDuel has the Ravens as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite going into that one tonight, Thursday night football over on KFH. College volleyball last night in Lawrence, 17th-ranked Kansas, defeating a sweep over Baylor, three sets to zero. KU volleyball team has won 13 straight home matches in Lawrence, they're 20-5 and on the season, and the Jayhawks are tied for second place in the Big 12 Conference in volleyball right now women's basketball last night friends university with a big win on the road at kansas wesleyan 84 61 friends women's basketball team is off to a three and one start have won three in a row that was their conference opener last night in men's basketball it was 13th ranked southwestern at home beating york 83 72 southwestern men ranked 13th in the nation and off to a six and 0 start on the season Sterling wins on the road at Ottawa. The Sterling men, 78-67. Sterling men have won five in a row now with a 5-1 and one record on the season. Don't forget, Shocker basketball this afternoon. The Shockers at Coastal Carolina. Coverage at 2.30 p.m. Tip-off at 3.30 this afternoon over on 103.7 KEYN. That's sports with Stephen Ted. So what's the
3: average cost of a Thanksgiving meal this year? Going to share that information with you? So yeah. Later on this morning with Stephen Ted. I haven't Ted. been paying attention. Yeah.
5: Have you? Do you no. know what it is? I know what and it I is. Guess, yeah. is it, it, I'm going to say 50 bucks. Oh. Am I low or high? For one meal, for one person. Yeah. No, I guess the whole meal. Per person. Per person, yeah. Just think about it. We'll okay. come back here. We'll see how it goes. A
3: little bit. All right. It's a 621 here with Stephen Ted. Coming up, we have uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. That, of course, traffic and weather on the way in just a few minutes, right here with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
2: Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and thirteen thirty KNSS. Good morning, Steve
3: McIntosh. Ted Woodward. Six thirty on this Thursday morning. Forty six degrees. Sedgwick County will not purchase the Burfin Building at two fifty North Water in downtown Wichita for administrative offices.
2: We've spent about fifteen million dollars already taking care of uh, the courts, uh, the DA. Uh, the sheriff and so forth. Now it's time for us to uh, move forward and take care of the rest of the county.
5: Officials in Stafford County have a new way for people to communicate with 911. Robert Murrow with the Stafford County Sheriff's Office as dispatchers may now send callers a link allowing them to access video from their phones in real time.
8: It's almost like having an extra person um, without them actually being there. I mean, you know, because it's so much, they have the eyes on situation. And they'll be able to see what's going on and telling us. And, or we can see something they're not telling us.
5: The Kansas 911 Coordinating Council says 49 counties here in the state are now using this video tool.
3: During a news conference in Woodside, California, following his meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping, President Biden was asked about a deal to release dozens of hostages in Gaza.
6: Five, six times a day, I'm working on how I can be helpful in getting the hostages released and have a period of time where there's a pause long enough to let that happen. And there are somewhere between 50 and 100 hostages there, uh, we think.
3: So far, Hamas has released four hostages since the conflict began last month.
5: One of the nation's first African-American fighter pilots, with the famed Tuskegee Airmen, has received an honorary promotion to the rank of colonel.
4: Now at age 100, World War II and Korean War air power legend, Air Force Lieutenant Colonel James Harvey III received an honorary promotion to the rank of colonel. It took place on Denver's Empower Field during halftime earlier this month during a game between the U.S. Air Force Academy Falcons and the U.S. Military Academy Black Knights. Senator Michael Bennett initiated the promotion this past summer. He said that having served in a military that was still segregated, Colonel Harvey faced no shortage of obstacles, but his incredible courage, skill, and perseverance led him to earn repeated honors, including as the military's first African-American fighter jet pilot to fly in Korean airspace and the winner of the military's original Top Gun competition. In 1949, at the first ever Top Gunnery meet, At then Las Vegas Air Force Base, Nevada, fighter groups nationwide flew in to participate. Then a lieutenant, Harvey, and his fellow Tuskegee Airmen were among the competitors. They were the overall winners. However, for many decades, that record was unceremoniously missing, and official Air Force records listed the winner as unknown. In 1993, the Air Force corrected the record, When retired Colonel Harry Stewart from the 1949 team returned to the now Nellis Air Force Base, Nevada, with proof of the 332nd Fighter Group win. To honor Harvey and all of the Tuskegee Airmen, two planes embodying their legacy flew overhead. The P-47 Thunderbolt, the aircraft flown by Tuskegee Airmen from the 332nd Fighter Wing to win the first-ever William Tell competition in 1949, and the P-51 Mustang, made iconic by the Tuskegee Airmen during World War II. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
3: Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist, Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning. We can expect a strong south wind throughout much of today, gusting as high as 30, even 35 miles per hour, with temperatures running above normal. More November-like weather expected tomorrow, with a chance of rain by this weekend. Our high this afternoon, 68. Party cloudy, cooler down to 42 tonight. Tomorrow's high, 56. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holliday.
3: And we have a south wind at 9 miles per hour, a few clouds, and 46 degrees. Stephen's Head of the Morning, 98.7 and 13.30, KNSS, on the 16th day of November. On this date in 1982, an agreement was announced in the 57th day of a strike by National Football League players. They uh, yeah, made an agreement, and since that time, those salaries have been pretty, pretty decent, should we say?
5: Yeah, but, pretty uh, good.
3: I have a friend I, uh, who... Uh, uh, have played football in the NFL for nine years, and he's told his story when he was back in Wichita a while back. And and it's pretty interesting because uh, John was, like I said, playing the NFL for nine years, played for the Broncos and then the, the Patriots. And his last year, he, he was making $34,000. This was probably around nineteen eighty eighty one. 81, making $34,000. And he asked him if he could, he asked him for a $3,000 raise and they wouldn't give it to him, so. He quit football and went into the trucking business. Yeah. I mean, and that was just... Doubled his salary. That's about the time that, that this was going on with this strike, so... They got him some money, though, today. They, everybody's making millions out there playing mm-hmm. football. So the uh, strike apparently worked, Ted, I guess is what, what I'm saying. Mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in a Virginia classroom has been sentenced now to 21 months in prison for using marijuana while owning a gun. Deja Taylor's son took his mother's handgun to school and shot and wounded teacher Abby Zwerner in January. Of course, remember this case got Mm -hmm. a lot of publicity, a lot of coverage. Using marijuana while owning a firearm is illegal under U.S. law. And prosecutors said Taylor's chronic abuse of marijuana extended far beyond recreational use. 26-year-old Taylor still faces a separate sentencing in December of the state level for felony child neglect. And Zwerner is suing the teacher is suing the suing the school system for forty million dollars, alleging that the administration the administrators ignored multiple warnings the boy had a gun. Six year old boy, yeah. And of course, it's home life that's not Ozzy and Harriet. Let's put it there. Sure, yeah, no, sure isn't. Yeah. And the kid did uh, from our coverage, you know, he has uh, he's displayed quite a few emotional problems prior to this happening. All right. Let's go down to Texas for our next uh, child and crime story. Yes. A 13-year-old Texas boy sentenced to 12 years behind bars in the murder of a sonic drive-in worker. Oh, man. The boy was just 12 when he fatally shot an employee who had confronted him and his uncle about disorderly conduct in the parking lot of a sonic restaurant in Keene, Texas. He was tried as a juvenile and convicted of delinquent conduct last month. The 12-year sentence will begin at a juvenile center and could later be transferred to an adult prison. Well, yes, as he grows to maturity, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, he will need to be housed among those who are more his age, age-appropriate. Well, unbelievable, unbelievable, 12-year-old. All right, 637, Steve attend. let's uh, cheer things up a little bit, get the Kansas KSS Commodities Update with Mr. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom.
8: Well, good morning,
3: Steve and Ted, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures
8: once again opened on the negative side, then bounced to the positive side. Wednesday, we saw the cattle complex trade and close near the highs made back on Tuesday, we are still waiting for the cash cattle trade to develop in our feed yards. The box beef price finally has got back slightly on the positive side for the session. The lean hogs yesterday traded mostly negative with some new lows for the week and closed negative. Now Friday is the monthly cattle on feed report. At the close yesterday, December live cattle $1.92 higher at $177.77. January feeders $1.90 higher at $230.90. And these lean hogs $1.25 lower at 7 Wednesday, the soybean futures made another new high for the move to the upside. Soybean mills scored another new contract high. There was mixed trading in the grain, but only the soy oil closed on the positive side yesterday. The October NOPA soybean crush was a record high. At one hundred and eighty nine point seven four four million bushels the soy oil stocks were the lowest since December of 2014 at the moment December Kansas City wheat is a penny lower at six thirty eight and three quarters December corn down a penny and a half at four sixty nine and a quarter January beans down ten and a half cents at thirteen seventy four and a half January crude oil trading fifty five cents lower at seventy six dollars twenty five cents December gold up two dollars and sixty cents at nineteen hundred sixty six dollars and fifty cents december s and p right now eight and a quarter points lord forty five hundred eleven december dollar index eleven 11- points higher at $104.37 with December Dow Jones futures holding 94 points lower at 34955 For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leftler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM.
3: Tom, here in Wichita, I was just uh, doing some research on the uh, National Weather Service webpage. you got a lot of information on there. Uh, if you know what you're looking for, you can find some interesting stuff. via rainfall or precipitation here in wichita right now uh, for the year is just a little over 25 inches and we're still uh, seven inches to the downside on that so um, i'm sure it's about the same in augusta where you are but uh, we need some rain i guess huh
8: yes we do and uh, not only do we need rain to help vegetation but we need runoff to help fill ponds and lakes Mm -hmm.
3: that's right and the the, uh, governor apparently has come up with a well, she's hired a water advisor and uh, formed a sub-cabinet, sub-cabinet on water, drought and water level conditions around the state. So uh, she announced that yesterday, I guess. It's going to have some – it's got her attention anyway. She says this water thing is, is crucial. We've got we to figure out something. Probably the only thing we can do is uh, get somebody doing a rain dance or something. It's one of those things. That's exactly right. The biggest thing is,
8: you know, there is such a thing as rationing because the water supply is getting tight, but the biggest thing is we need Mother Nature to help.
3: Yeah, the rationing is something that could be considered,
8: I guess. All right. Hey,
5: I have a question
3: for Tom Leffler. Go ahead, sir.
5: Tom, why is the price of premium gasoline cheaper now than regular gasoline? Mm.
8: I was not aware it was, Ted. I have no answer for you. That does not really make sense.
5: Yeah, I've been trying to figure that out, and everybody I've asked, no one knows the answer. I guess I should go to the interwebs, but I haven't done that yet.
3: Uh, I can, all I can tell you from, from history, uh, is because I grew up pumping gas, is that higher? it's got a little higher octane, whatever that means, and uh, the bigger cars with the bigger engines, apparently, folks thought they needed that, that uh, for premium. Well, I'm now, not why it, co- you know, it used to cost? Yeah. It always used to cost a lot more. Like say it time. always has, but yeah.
5: now you go, you see the sign. Regular is about twenty or thirty cents more expensive than premium, and I don't know the answer. Okay,
3: what about uh, what's
5: this stuff called with corn
3: in it? What's it called? Ethanol. Ethanol. Does that hurt your engine at all? I mean, the people when I get a, every time I bought a new car, they say I don't use that stuff. Use regular. Let and let it.
8: There's been a lot of controversy about it, but it seems like overall, no, it does not. They do claim maybe some of your older engines that could, but uh, oh, okay.
3: I have not heard that much problem. All right. So why is why, why is premium? Uh,
5: I was like, yeah, should yeah. I start filling up with premium now that it's, it's 30 cents cheaper? It's under three bucks a gallon? I don't know. Oh,
3: Shouldn't hurt your car, should well,
5: it? Well, I don't know.
3: No.
8: <laughs> well, we know one thing, Ted, it's not going to hurt your pocketbook. Oh,
3: it's true. Now, there yeah, you, yeah. you go. There you go. So you'll save enough money to buy a new car if you need to. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tom. We'll check with you tomorrow morning. Tom Leftler of Leftler Commodities coming up. Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. What corporate earnings mean to you? That's on the way. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS six forty eight on this Thursday morning. Three big things: Sedgwick County Commissioners agree to help fund a temporary homeless shelter in Wichita. Two: Wichita murder suspect captured near Mexican border. Carlos Honeycutt arrested in Brownsville, Texas. One: Senate passes a continuing resolution, avoids government shutdown this week. Three big things: Stephen Ted on KNSS
7: just talked a little bit ago about some gas prices and the lowest gasoline prices i found here in wichita are all regular gasoline uh 287 i spotted at uh, 13th and tyler uh we i have seen some prices of uh, regular gasoline up still around 319 or so a gallon uh elsewhere but yeah at the low end uh, 287, 13th and Tyler. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
3: Increasing clouds and breezy today with a high of 71 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 41. Friday, sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high, 57 degrees. Now a few clouds, 46 degrees. We have a south wind at 9 miles per hour. The FCC is looking into ways that AI is being or can be used to scam Americans. Fox on 10.
0: How many more phone calls can you get about auto warranties or Medicare benefits? The spammy automatic calls are now getting more crafty because scammers are starting to use artificial intelligence. And so the Federal Communications Commission will now begin a formal inquiry to find out how AI is being used or abused to make scam calls even worse, like conducting illegal activities such as fraud and using AI deepfake videos to mimic officials or even family members members the inquiry will also try to understand how ai can affect consumer privacy and what your rights are under the telephone consumer protection act and what exactly the fcc can do about it but the fcc says ai could also be used to defend against spam calls and even robotexts by improving technology already used to block those
3: unwanted communications with fox on tech I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Wall Street reacted to more inflation data Wednesday.
2: Stocks ending higher following cooler-than-expected inflation readings that have many investors believing that the Fed is finished raising interest rates. Consumer staples were among the gainers while utilities and energy companies lagged. And target shares surged 18% after the big-box retailer delivered an earnings and revenue beat for its third quarter. And Disney stock popped over 3% on a report that activist investment firm Value Act Capital has built a stake in the entertainment giant. The Dow winners today, Amgen, Caterpillar and Home Depot, the Dow Decliners, United Health Group, Salesforce, and McDonald's. The Dow rising 164 points, the Nasdaq up 9, S&P 500 up 7. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Workers at
3: more than 200 U.S. Starbucks stores plan to walk off the job today. Organizers say mm. it's the largest strike yet in the two-year-old effort to unionize the company's stores. The Workers' United Union chose Starbucks annual Red Cup Day to stage the walkout since it's usually one of the busiest days of the year. Starbucks expects to give away thousands of reusable cups today to customers who order holiday drinks. All right, what corporate earnings mean to you? Don Grant, CFP, The Money Tracker, here to explain. Good morning, Don. (laughs) Good
0: morning, Steve and and Ted. Uh, Boy, that uh, Starbucks thing, that means all these other pop-up, Coffee companies that you drive through are going to have a good day, probably. (laughs) Buy some of their stock. Well, okay, to the subject. (laughs) We, We hear the buzzwords in the financial media. It's corporate earnings season. Corporate earnings are up or corporate earnings are down. For those who are not tuned into that jargon, what does it mean for you and your investments? Well, think about your paycheck. The earnings of an individual are money that person received for work the earnings of a business are their net after expenses income or profit it is the uh, you know uh, the gross sales of a company let's say that if their gross sales are a million bucks a year reduce that number by the cost of those goods and services sold now that means purchasing manufacturing salaries transportation operating expenses etc etc let's say that those costs add up to $600,000 We'll also subtract taxes and depreciation. That's another, say, 200000 bucks. Well, what's left? $200,000 profit, or that is their corporate earnings, their net earnings. Earnings are a measure of a company's profitability. When you buy stock in a company, you probably want to make money. Well, your investment decisions, in part, should be determined by company earnings. The profitability of a company is often expressed As earnings per share, that's the net profit divided by the number of outstanding shares. So that's earnings per share. We have recently endured an earnings recession. As of the end of the third quarter, corporate profits have been on decline for three straight quarters. Market analysts define an earnings recession as corporate profits on an annual basis dipping for two consecutive consecutive quarters. But there's good news, exclamation point. A group called FactSet has polled market analysts, and they now say that earnings shrunk to just 0.3% in the third quarter um, from a year earlier before accelerating to 7.8% growth in the fourth quarter. They forecast positive earnings for the fourth quarter of this year, and we're already starting to see that. That could signal the end of the earnings recession. While that's good news. Keep in mind that inflation eats away at profits. So some companies raise prices to maintain their income. So consumers may not continue to keep up with those higher prices if inflation persists. Although, just from recent news yesterday, it looks like inflation is getting finally under control and it's starting to pull back. So if you have any questions about this or how it affects you and your investments and planning, you give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is
3: 267-0600. The American Cancer Society sponsors the Great American Smokeout today, challenging smokers to give up cigarettes for 24 hours. The inception of the Great American Smokeout stems from a 1970 event in Randolph, Massachusetts. High school guidance counselor Arthur P. Mullaney asked people to give up cigarettes for one day and donate the money they would have spent on buying cigarettes to a high school scholarship fund. Wow. And it ballooned from there. Quite a deal. Yeah, smoking, frankly, is not what it was when when we were kids. No, gosh, everybody smoked in those days, and everybody today. smoked on
5: planes. Yeah. Oh, I planes. remember when I was in, in the theaters,
3: Navy, in doctors' offices. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: in, in in the Navy, on my ship, in the working quarters, in the intelligence division, there was there were guys that had ashtrays with cigarettes smoldering on them all day long. It's yeah.
3: pretty wild. Yep, yeah. uh, an ugly habit. Well, said it's great American out. So uh, quit if you can today. Don, what do you got? Some uh, you got family coming. I in got town for family nice? in town. Oh, They're all
0: from California. Okay, they came in and uh, we're I put them to work. Uh, we're we're doing our fake Thanksgiving, as I mentioned the other day. Where where I, I told them that if they come out here, I'll do it a week early so they get cheaper airline prices and they don't have to fly during the most busy yeah. travel time during
5: the year. So they loaded up the truck and they left Beverly. Beverly they and Grandma, Grandma's <laughs> rocking on the rocking chair in grandma the back, back there up in the swimming pool. <laughs> Those fancy pot passers
3: and everything. Oh
0: yeah, but no, we uh, we made we we're doing our fam- famous my grandmother's famous pumpkin chiffon pie, which is amazing. Uh, it's that like a light, good. it's like a light fluffy thing with yeah. whipped cream on top. Mm. Oh baby. You anyway, have so last night, me already. on this. Well, we'll oh, I'll have to bring you in one or something, oh, man. but but we decided we're going to try it two ways. My sister and I made graham cracker crust. She came in a little bit early. Uh, a graham cracker crust and a regular crust. So we're going to try the two, okay. and we're going to have a direct comparison to see which one's the oh, best. Oh, like right, that idea. Yeah, I have so. a pie
5: off. Oh, okay. exactly. exactly. That's a win-win, baby. You can't <laughs> can't lose
0: with that, baby. Yeah.
3: All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, coming up here, seven o'clock hour with Stephen Ten. Top of the hour news: Senate takes action to avoid a government shutdown this week. That's on the way.
7: Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS. Is offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Sabre Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.